Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, our guest is Sarah Kern. So excited to have you with Hi. us. Jim Parkin and myself, Ashley Chandler. So, another episode that I've been wanting to do since pretty much we started doing this. As you know, what's it been? Three weeks, three episodes ago, we had Sarah's mom. Yes, that was so good. <laughs> Jen Strigluck. That was good. It was neat getting her pers- uh, her perspective on everything and the whole parent side of letting your kid go do crazy awesome things and just trust that God's got them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, But it sounds like, though, you've always been a go-getter and a risk-taker, so it's kind of... I've kept her on the edge of her chair. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, though. I've got one of those kids, so we'll see how that pans out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he pushes my buttons all the time. The boy? Oh, yes. But there are days where Isla, like, pulls Reggie-type actions, and I'm like, that's fourth kid stuff right there. Dude. (laughs) Fourth kid. Fourth kid. So with that, so let's talk about how this whole career started. Oh, yeah. Because I can remember, so it goes back to you and your parents coming to me, asking me after church one day if you could come on a ride along. (laughs) And I feel like it was, they thought it was going to be the deterrent from all that. They totally did. My mom said multiple times, like, oh, I thought you'd go and then hate it and go to a normal career. And She mentioned that on her episode. Yeah. She's like, that's really how I thought it was going to go. But on the flip side, it was wise of them to allow you to go. Yeah. Because, I mean, we were saying how many students go through so many years of schooling. And then or, don't. Yeah, or get to an OR room and realize they can't handle yeah. blood, you know, or something. And it's like, you just wasted so many years and so much, so much money. money. <laughs> or... Miss something incredible. Yeah. Right. Just for a lifetime of playing it safe. You know, not right. that there's anything wrong with other careers, but like, had you not taken that opportunity, then we're not sitting here. Right. Right. You know, when did you know? When do you, when would you say you knew? All right. T. Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is that? T. Woods. I don't even know if that's a real name. <laughs> it's probably anyway, not. So, so Sarah comes on this ride along, and I think like the very first call we have is in these uh, this apartment complex in Flint. Okay. And it's for someone who I don't recall if he was suicidal. I don't remember some type of altered mental status deal. And we get there, and this guy is drunk, and he's belligerent with the police officers. And typically the way it goes is they need him to go to the ER to be medically cleared before he can, whatever they're going to do with him. Okay. So I don't know, whatever, he was causing a ruckus, <laughs> and they were there, and he was just super belligerent, and like I said, just wasted, wasted drunk. And we get him in the rig, and he's, like, cursing at us and all these other things, and then all of a sudden, T. Woods notices Sarah sitting on the bench seat. And I believe he literally goes, hey, pretty white girl. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and oh, she man. Just, I just sat there and smiled. 
I had that no idea what I was doing at the time, but... But, yeah. yeah. After that, it was, this is crazy, and I want to be a part of it. That's cool. That's cool. So that was about how long ago? That was... That ride was probably, like, five years ago. Okay. Maybe six. But your first ride along was about six years yeah. ago. And then um, how long has it been since you got through, like, your EMT schooling? So I was an EMT for three years with Swartz, and then I got my medic license. Somewhere in the mix of that, I got married and had Conrad. <laughs> and um, then <laughs> I was a medic at MMR for just under a year. Okay. And then I went on to the Sheriff's Department. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah. It has been cool. So, like, for me in particular, it's been cool to watch the progression. Oh, yeah. You know, and, like, so I have, like, one person, Sarah Kern, who I, like, intentionally meant to mentor and see flourish. And then, like, throughout the years, I've had several people that I've been able to mentor over. But but that was different. She was different, you know, to watch come through and all the things that happen and just flourish with it has been super cool. It's been... Like, it, honestly, it's been an honor to watch it come through. Yeah. Like, Sheriff's Department is nothing I would have ever done. To this day, they still recruit me. Like, I can't say it enough. Mm-hmm. I am 50, <laughs> five zero years old, but still. It doesn't like, matter. They still all the time. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. But it's cool, though, because you're pretty, I mean, you would go over and hang out with the kids and babysit. Oh, yeah. And you and Carrie are super close mm-hmm. and stuff, so. I mean, you've definitely become a part of their family. Yeah, the <laughs> Parkins in general um, really like took me under their my, under their wing. With there would be times that I'd work like insane hours at Swartz, and I'd just go crash at their house. Yeah, be like I'm gonna sleep on this couch now, and yeah, it was good. That's good though. I think we all need those second or extensions of family, right. though. You know, and. Not to replace any of our family, but, I mean, we need that. Yeah. We need community, and we need our village around us, you know. And, again, to have somebody that's gone through the fire before you that can really speak right. wisdom in a way that your parents don't even have a grasp, you know, mm-hmm. grasp to be able to is huge. I mean, that's a big deal, you know, and that your family trusts. Like, your yeah. family trusts this family, you know, and um, that's a huge blessing. That's awesome. Our, my- my kids call her their close by cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Not really sure what you are. So. I don't even know what that means. So, but they call her close by cousins. And That's then, awesome. And then I can remember before you guys got married, Zoe informed Scott that basically, obviously, well, then once you're married, you're a close by cousin too. That's awesome. You married in. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. We gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We gotcha. And in that way too, it was totally the tone. It was like, you, you big dummy. Of course. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? That's awesome. Well, and then Griff was your ring bearer, right? Yep. Yep. That's yeah. so cool. And then what did you do? Was it Special Persons Day? Yep, Special sp- Persons Day. <laughs> she went to his school with Griff when they got to have Special Person That's Day. That's so cool. Yeah. I think Aaron Deal went with Zoe and Sarah went with Griff. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's been cool. That's a big it's deal. Been- it's yeah. a really big deal. Yeah, we were talking about that off air before we started tonight. Just um, the impact of friends that have become family, mm-hmm. you know, that really have become closer than friends. Um, that you just, 
I mean, gosh, like if you needed something, like those are the people that you call. And again, not that you don't call family, right. but it's this extension of family that we're we're not blood, but we've like picked each other, like yeah. we've chosen each other, and and we're gonna stick closer than blood mm-hmm. in the same type of way too, you know, and that's, that's just a really big deal. Cause I mean, family you love and you're stuck with, like that doesn't change, but there's like what you were saying before, there's a whole different level of honor when it's like, no, we we're committing yeah. to do life together. And, um, that's, that's quite special, you know, that's, and it's a huge honor, you know? Right. So, so what does it look like right now for you at the sheriff's department then? So I started off working in the jail and, um, it came time for, to submit, um, your MCOL stuff to try to be selected for Academy. And I put my stuff in thinking, you know, I had been there for like a month (laughs) probably won't get selected, but I'm going to just show them that I'm interested. And they ended up picking me for Academy. So, um, me and five other people from the sheriff's department are now, in week six of Academy. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. Ten left. <laughs> and then from there, hopefully, we'll get promoted out to the medic division. Okay. And I'll start my FTO to go and be what, for Genesee County, it's the paramedic deputy. So you're a police officer and a paramedic. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. That's so cool. Somewhere that I never thought I would be. And I dreaded working in the jail, and I absolutely loved it. And I dreaded going to police academy, and so far I love it. So that's good. It's been a lot of things. It's better than the other way around to like plan on loving it and then like hating it. Yeah. So that's it's been really really good. good. So what parts about being being there do you that you I guess hadn't thought about that you love being in the jail or Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really process that it's a very unique environment. And especially going into more of the law enforcement side of things, um, there's never really an opportunity where you're going to be sitting there in the middle of a pod with like 80 to 120 other people who have all committed some sort of crime. Mm -hmm. And to just talk to them and kind of get into the criminal mind a little bit and see why they do what they do or yeah. how they do what they do. It's interesting. It's, just, it's different than anything I've ever been exposed to. That's neat. And it was kind of a negative atmosphere, obviously. But even with, like, even with everything that everyone's going through there, there was still a lot of hope in, like, in their cases or in their families and, like, people were still excited about certain things, so that was cool to see. That's cool. The humanity. Like, yeah. the real mm-hmm. people side mm-hmm. of things. So cool. The other, what's the <laughs> dynamic between, like, are there a lot of other women there? In like the in jail? The, and in the academy? On my shift, I think there were, like, four females. Okay. So, it's definitely a male-dominant field. Um, there are 17 in my academy class, and there are five females. Okay. So, there's more guys but, yeah, but I think you're not it's the cool only one. to see, like, that, especially for the females that came before us, like, they, they like, made such a path, you know? So now, like, there's still things that it's definitely more of a male environment. Yeah. But um, to see, like, the things that are easier for us because the females that came before us, too, is cool. That's cool. Well, Genesee County just, they just promote their first female their captain. Their first female captain, yeah. I was actually... 
when I first came into EMS, Carrie Ann was on the road. She yeah. was one of the deputies that would take in calls for us and stuff like that. So that's cool. That's that is cool, cool to be still in that world and see the progression of all that. Yeah. Because cool. when I first came on the road, that was, that was maybe even like five years ago, that was not a thing that was going to happen. Yeah. But she's certainly, certainly deserving of yeah. it. Yeah. I got to tell you, like, in all seriousness, I thought it was going to be the jail that would break you. I did, too, to be I like, completely Emperor, honest. Like, when you, like, side note, when your fam would be like, I don't know about this, all this cop stuff, I would be like, well, like, the jail is going to be a big deal. Yep. And that's, I think, one of the things where, like, everything that I've done in this, from starting at Swartz all the way through, it's... I've had confirmation of, like, this is where you're supposed to be every yeah. step of the way. And so going into the jail, I was really dreading it, and I thought, like, it's just one of those things I have to accomplish to get to my goal. And when I got there and realized that I loved it, I would, for a second, <laughs> I thought, man, I could just do a career here. And then I remembered that I want to do other things. Right. <laughs> but I honestly loved being there, and I think that that was part of the thing with, like, yeah, it's, it's a step to get to where I wanted to be, but it's where I was supposed to be for the moment, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. And it's a big deal to be able to really enjoy every step instead of getting to a step and kind of just yeah. existing through it until you check it off your list to get to where you want to. I mean, I imagine it's going to just make you that much more effective, you know, of a deputy. Yeah. You know, I think that it definitely there. gave me a lot of peace going into it because, like, through everything in my life, like, I've known when I was not supposed to be where I was. Yeah. And even, like, going back to Africa when I was a teenager, when I originally went, I knew that that was where I was supposed to go. And I didn't know why. And then really cool things ended up happening there. And there was one year, probably, like, the fourth or fifth time I went, and I really wanted to go, but I didn't really feel like I was needed there. And I went, and I hated it. It was awful. And so I... After that experience, I just realized I don't want to be like that again. Yeah. And so I really put a lot of prayer and thought into, like, where I am and where I want to be. And is that where I'm supposed to be? Yeah. Because just because I want something doesn't mean. Right. So. Well, that's good. That's, yes. It's a big deal. Kind of ties into what we were talking with Brent on the last episode of just being able to um, to know when your time's up in a certain place and yeah. the peace and to let go of any fear or hesitation to be able to step into the next mm-hmm. like phase and um, how just having good people around you to be able to speak into that can really help you and encourage you to do the right thing, yeah. whether that's to stay or to go. Right. Because um, it can be hard to do either, you know, depending on what that looks mm-hmm. like. But yeah. yeah, I think that there's definitely, you can tell who has like a grace over them for this field in general and there are people that need to go and they need to realize that they need to go and there's people that should be here that they're not and like they don't even realize the blessing that they could get from it if they just like took that step and went out of their comfort zone a little you know yeah absolutely I think and well just more folks being aware that they can go for a ride along they can come in and volunteer somewhere and um just like, you know, Jim did for you to be able to take mm-hmm. that time and make that happen. I would have never known that I could have signed up to <laughs> oh, yeah. go on a ride that. along. Just go see. Yeah. yeah, never did I ever know. I know that there are some industries that you could, but mm-hmm. I guess I just never. Were we hanging out with you guys? 
just you like she mentioned it. I think we were having dinner with those guys at their house, and just like in conversation, casual conversation, she said something about doing a ride along. I was like, "All right, sweet, I'll set it up." <laughs> you just come by coming on a ride along. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, basically, like just tell me when you're coming in, yeah. and I'll let my supervisor know, and like it's all good or whatever. Sign the papers, and we're good to go. <laughs> right. Well, they keep talking, and I'm like, yeah. whoa, 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 hold the phone. <laughs> you're telling me. Yeah. That I can ride on an ambulance for a full shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no big mm-hmm. no big deal. It's, it's, so I well, just... What's been amazing, though, too, is it started, like, you came on a ride-along, and then everyone in this, like, church fellowship kind of knew. Yeah. And you came on a ride-along, and then Pastor JD comes it's on a, a ride-along, <laughs> and then Pastor Jason came on a ride-along. And I forgot that Pastor Jason did. One of yeah. the kids from youth, she came on a ride-along, and, like, so all these people just... Yeah. You know, whether it's just to see, just to be with me on a shift or whatever, or it's completely life-changing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. been, you know, I've had people that have come and been like, no way ever. I would never do that as a job. But that's cool. I have to realize that. You know? right. Yeah. I loved it. I want to go back on more ride-alongs, but I don't want to switch fields. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go. Just experience it. Yeah. But I, man, it opened my eyes, and it was incredible to have permission to walk into somebody's home and be yeah. there in those hard moments with them and it just blew right. my mind and then just to see everybody in action to see everybody working together and I mean there's a couple of calls where police fire EMS all showed up and stuff and just to see I mean, it was just incredible mm-hmm. and then walk in the hospital and how that all works and yeah. you know, it was just it's my mom's an RN mm-hmm. yeah. and so it was a whole different dynamic and I never went to work with her, right. you know, and she worked nights all those years and stuff. So I just, I only knew what she would say when she came home from work. Really, and You only see one side of it really. Right. You know, yeah. so it's awesome. It's been cool. Do you think, um, what's your plans for like, obviously get through the Academy yeah, That's hopefully. Step one. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> no, I'll get through the academy. Like, literally everything you've been <laughs> yeah. hopefully going to get to, you've gone through. That You'll cardio be is just crazy. Um, <laughs> but what, do you, what, are you, what are your hopes and dreams for the sheriff's department? Just... Um, I think that I'm, my, I'm just now having my eyes open to, like, more of the law enforcement side of it. Right. And realistically, when I hired in at the sheriff's office, I was – planning on becoming a police officer because I wanted to be a county medic, not because I wanted to be a police officer. And that has even completely changed. Like, going through academy and listening to all these different instructors and things, I see a huge potential with what you can do in law enforcement that I didn't realize before. And even things like the county's ghost team or their, their grace team with the elder abuse. Different like specific things have really um, sparked my interest. So that's cool. That's awesome. I would like to at some point move on to something, but obviously medics is where I want to be. Right. Like I've always been accused of being a person that like can't stay in one place for very long. And no. <laughs> yeah, never. <I> know. <laughs> um, but this working for the sheriff's office is really cool because as soon as you get bored, like there's always something new yes. you can be working on or yep. even if it doesn't exist yet, like make a plan and right. they'll hear you out, you know? Yeah. So, but that's, that's good though. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to not yeah. want to stay in one place. I think that there's a, a change, little, but 
there's a little bit of the jab that I imagine like stays the same and will always stay the same. But then there's that little bit of it's a very different day, day to day, mm-hmm. you know, and that's some of the beauty of it, too. Yeah, my you poor know? husband. <laughs> he oh, he said right. not very long ago, he was like, so when you get to the medic division, are you going to be like, OK, there? And I was like, probably not. Like, we'll probably move on somewhere at some point. But <laughs> that's, that's OK. That'll always be where my heart is. is yeah. With the medics. I think you need both ends of the book. I mean, bookends, right? Yeah. I mean, Nick and I are very much that way. Like, I'm like, let's be everywhere all the time, you know? And he's Nick's like, let's be nowhere except for home. Yes. You know, and now over time and the kids and everything else, yeah. like, I think we've evened each other out a little bit. So I've got a bit of a better balance in that. But I mean, it comes from the, like you said, just being yep. in the right place at the right time and where you're supposed to be. And I think that, I mean, Dave Ramsey says if, two of you together and one of you and you're both identical one of you is unnecessary yep you know so like we're really knit together to to complement one another and I absolutely believe that you're able to do such a phenomenal job in what you're doing because you have somebody at home knit together like he is and vice versa for him oh god knows what he's doing you know it's good (laughs) it's good you know, and I think, I mean, we can see that in, I mean, between you and Carrie, you know, Nick and yeah. I, like, there's right. always this little bit of, like, that's how they get the saying, you know, opposites attract yeah. in a way, you know, and so there's, there's... It's funny, too, because, like, sitting here, the three of us and our respective marriages are all very similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I like, like, in particular, this week has just been super busy. Like, I was out super late with fire training last night, and then now I'm here tonight. And then I don't know what I got going on tomorrow, but I'm supposed to be working on getting credentialed, so I need to start doing those <laughs> classes, you know. And that's so for me. That's kind of the with the opportunity with taking a leap with when Grand Lake City started its own fire department. You know, at first I was like, mm, it's kind of that was a thing. I love it, you know. It was a thing I did before, and the chief just was like, give me a year to get it going but it's just it's just cool to see when you're you know faithful and in prayer and stuff what things will what Mm -hmm. opportunities can happen yeah and how God continues to you know just know how he's knit you like Mm -hmm. know how he's using everything that you've been through everything that you've learned all of your experiences and to continue to use you to really impact people And at the same time, like you were saying, like such a blessing of the job that you get to give so much, but then it like it gives right back because you're working within just that that zone where you're just you feel like you're really moving like with your strengths, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a big deal. Right. It's cool to have a group like this, too, around our ministry, you know, have Sarah and Scott and have just because. You know, I'm, let's be realistic, I'm kind of, I've never been involved in any of the EMS social stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm quite a bit older than most people, always have been. I was in my mid-30s when I started, you know, always been more go to work, go home, be with my family. Mm-hmm. But to have you guys, you know, and have, it really helps build the community. Yeah. And it really, you know, opens up the potential for what TLE can be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. I think that you, you've you kind of positioned yourself to really be accessible to a lot of different types of people. Yeah. And you're very much a people person, and you love to get to know people and know where people are coming from. And so I think you just, 
you're always going to be able to really find a way to connect with people and find a common ground. That's one of the reasons why you're such a great director for Lighthouse Experiment. That's cool. Well, that's like, seriously, I've wanted to have this episode for a long time. And you'd be like, well, <laughs> let me get this license. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it until I have it. I love it. Let no, me it... make sure I get in the academy before we talk about it. <laughs> I love that about you. I love that you just go for stuff and I love that you like go all in. Yeah. And I mean, I love that strength because I, I don't have as much of that as I would like. So it's good well, for sometimes me. Sometimes it's kind of crazy. Even I will admit, <laughs> but it definitely has been every time I have this idea that people aren't so positive about, <laughs> um, it just happens, you know? Yeah. And it's it really is like I just know where I'm supposed to be and yeah. if it's not supposed to happen then it won't but even with like going to the sheriff's office Scott was super nervous and we spent a lot of time talking about it and then everything just flowed so easily and it was like I, like it just happened and so he was if he was he came to the conclusion on his own thankfully that it he was like, if you're not supposed to be here, then it wouldn't have happened like this. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's been good. He's been super supportive about, like, learning a lot and becoming friends with the people I'm friends with. And he's been awesome. That's cool. It's yeah. huge. That's a big deal. See, so all I had to do was know, like, way back to, like, to spin it back to the front end of the podcast <laughs> with T. Woods, right? All I knew was knew that you were right for the job. And so, like, all this time, people, like, you're... I don't want to say haters, but the haters. <laughs> haters no, well, hate really, for good reasons, though. Right. Like, I didn't really have any reason to succeed in this. I always struggled through school. And right. I all, like, every step of the way, it was hard. Right. So oh, absolutely. They have reason to believe I wouldn't have been good. Well, right. and you, you graduated a year earlier. Yeah. Right? So you're a little bit younger yep. on the younger side. So I think there's that little bit of just trying to make sure that you weren't just running in blind. Yeah. It's been yeah. cool. Like I said, though, people have been like, would come to me, are you sure? that I'm like, absolutely. Because I've been with people who wanted it so desperately, and I'm like, yeah, no. Right. It's Which just, goes back I around realized. to having, like, good family, good community around right. you, you know? And It's been a long road, though. Like, yeah. for as cool as it's been, right? Am I wrong? I mean, yeah. I've gotten lots of prayer request texts and stuff, you That's know? That's good. That's good. And she reads like I read. Which is not so good, <laughs> but like it's a struggle. Which is not. Yeah, it's good. I really respect you for how hard you've worked and everything that you've accomplished, um, and I think that you've set such an incredible um, example, um, not only to others in your field, but even just to other young adults, other young marrieds. Um, you've owned it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's 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 really cool, and I really respect you for for all of it. So I'm really proud of you. I owe a lot to the Jim Parkins and Brian Holcombs and Brent yeah. DeVries. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. And like I said, though, it's been an honor. I'm sure those two would say the same. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's cool to, that's one of the coolest, I think, honors you can have is to have somebody come along behind you, you know, and kind of walk the same steps and stuff like that. It's cool. Like I've said a couple of times, it's just been really cool from just 
the having you come up on that first ride mm-hmm. and not knowing what you'd think or if you'd even like it or if we'd go back to Hill Road early, <laughs> you know. And then, like, all of it, all the life groups, the crashing out on our couch. Mm-hmm. It's been cool. It's been cool to see you kind of grow up in EMS and then now on to the yeah. sheriff's department. Well, you've literally been there through day one. And, like, every time anything would come up, you were the first person I texted. So, <laughs> Right. Right on. That's been cool. Been through it all. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing so much of your life. And it's it's awesome. I love it. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you, Freedom Center Church, for letting mm-hmm. us use your space, yep. your equipment. We love you. We thank you for all the, the support. Yeah. And then there's also the Morning After podcast and sermons on the same network here on the podcast. So check those out. And we'll catch you next time. Boom. Um.